it's only his first full season, and Deion Barnes has already proven that he was the right choice to be that defensive line coach. You are Locked On Nittany Lions, your daily podcast on the Penn State Nittany Lions, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, that is right. You are Locked On Nittany Lions. Thanks so much for making us your first listen and watch every single day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcast. part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Zach Seiko, bringing you all things Penn State Nittany Lions. You got to check out Prize Picks. Go to prizepicks.com slash Locked On College and use promo code Locked On College, and they'll give you a deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Deion Barnes, a big reason for the turnaround at defensive line. Of course, they just got a verbal commitment from Jalen Harvey, four-star edge defender that Penn State fans have been pretty patient for for the better part of a year. A year, that's right. We're going to discuss that commitment, Deion Barnes' impact. And I attended the the live shows that State Media, the, the group headed by Adam Brenneman, Christian Hackenberg, Brandon Bell, Aeneas Hawkins, they did live shows in downtown State College at Champs just the other day, and we're going to discuss what we learned about the football team and the men's basketball team as Mike Rhodes came and talked to the crowd. And remember to subscribe to Locked On Nittany Lions wherever you get your podcasts, including YouTube. And let me know in the comments section what you think about the Jalen Harvey commitment. You heard it here first. You heard it here for a long time. We've been confident in it, whether we had guests from Happy Valley Insider, whether we had Brian Smith on the show to talk about it. We knew that he was going to commit, but this one... Uh, We're going to wait until signing day, of course, to see because it's going to get interesting. We'll discuss that in just a second in the opening segment. But the most important part of this is Deion Barnes. The master class that Deion Barnes has put on as a young coach. In this position, like the spotlight is going to be very bright. And most coaches aren't going to be able to easily adapt. Now for Deion Barnes, who played in the NFL, he played at Penn State. So this is a comfortable setting for him. This really works. You have to find your niche. And Deion Barnes has found his, and James Franklin saw that as well, and that bit of confidence, and the players like him a lot. But the recruiting thing was key, okay? Yes, there being a coach and everything that goes along with it, but are you going to be able to recruit when you're still very new to the whole scene? Now, he was an assistant on this staff, but he wasn't the head coach at the defensive line spot. So now you're in charge of everything. Like this is You are making this program or this part of the program in your image. And Deion Barnes has certainly not disappointed because he's turned around and landed not one, not two, not three, not four, not five, but six. Six recruits now in the class of 2024, both defensive ends and defensive tackles. Deion Barnes was a defensive end, so there would be a natural tendency to maybe get some more pass rushers, but he was able to bulk up the interior. Penn State was out on a mission here, and they got six impactful players in the class of 2024 and these are all six of them right you had the four star in Jalen Harvey four star Malachi Williams those are your edge defenders then you had four star Liam Andrews who is listed as an athlete but he's going to start out at defensive line honestly one of the prospects that I'm the most excited for out of the entire class of 2024 period I mean there's a there's 25 of them in this class but that is one of them, I would say, in my top five of just who I think has the most potential. Somebody else with a lot of potential. T.A. Cunningham, who was once upon a time a top 10 overall recruit, has changed schools around a little bit, hasn't really been able to settle in as much, but he's still developing as a football player 
and he's an outstanding young man off the field, which is what James Franklin and Penn State value a lot. Then there's three-star DeAndre Cook and three-star Xavier Gilliam, and you don't want to look past, well, they're three stars. They're three stars, but they are ready to, if Penn State wants them, that means they are legitimate recruits. They're not just to fill out a, a class. Cook and Gilliam are going to be very good players. And Jalen Harvey uh, also attends Quincy Orchard, where Xavier Gilliam attends. So I wonder if there was a, a little bit of help there from Gilliam. But Harvey is now officially verbally committed to Penn State. The Nittany Lions adding that 25th commit. Harvey, a four-star, as I've mentioned, according to rivals, and only took a year for Penn State to do this. But all the hard work, all the patience paid off because he's been projected to Penn State since last October. And we always knew that Penn State was the primary school for Harvey. Just USC and the hometown school, Maryland, made it very interesting, particularly the Trojans. Uh, James Franklin and this recruiting staff, of course, deserve a lot of credit. Deion Barnes, too. Right? That's what we started with. What about Chop Robinson? Did Chop Robinson have to do anything with this? Well, he did attend Quincy Orchard High School in Maryland. He's from the area. He simply tweeted out Jalen Harvey, those two words, his name, just the, uh, just the other day after the commitment maybe took a little bit of credit. The players can recruit too. James Franklin has always says this, said this, the coaching staff is really good at its job and, and recruits well, and you have to be one of the best in the country. But the players have more of an impact, have more of a say as far as that recruiting pitch because they're the living proof. They're the truth of, do you want to come to Penn State? Is it right for you? And if you hear current players and past players saying that, then it all kind of works out the whole system, right? It's one piece of the puzzle, but the players are, are important recruiters for the program. James Franklin also has a handful of people from the Maryland area. James Franklin, don't forget about his ties to the Maryland area, coaching there for a long time, being the offensive coordinator as his peak with the Terrapins. So it still makes sense that, yes, uh, dominate the state in Pennsylvania, but Maryland, Virginia, D.C., the DMV has still been very kind to Penn State and its recruiting. USC made this interesting enough. And, and I was surprised because the Trojans, when the SEC schools like a Tennessee and a Florida got involved, okay, you're down to the top five, and it was kind of interesting for Jalen Harvey's commitment. But USC ultimately made the top three, and I thought that it would be the Florida Gators or something, or the Tennessee Volunteers, just because they were a little closer. USC, yes, they are coming to the Big Ten, but... I didn't realize that they would be this much of a factor in the recruitment. It sounds like Penn State had to fend them off the most, that they were the second school out of this three. Surprisingly enough, I thought it would be the hometown school because Maryland, they want to stick it to Penn State because they are tired of the Nittany Lions coming into Maryland and taking their primary recruits. And once again, they did just that, as Jalen Harvey would have been one of the top recruits, period, in their class. Jalen Harvey has to share a lot of the spotlight with the high-profile players that are in this class of 2024. But iron sharpens iron. I don't know that Jalen Harvey really wanted to be a big fish in a small pond. And like I said, this is where Deion Barnes, the decision to hire Deion Barnes pays off. Your recruiting staff that has the, Mar the links to Maryland and, and everything that you've done. Harvey always wanted to go to Penn State. We knew that. You wouldn't project somebody out this far. And this in advance, right, in the middle of his junior season, if the recruiting experts weren't confident that he was going to do this all along. But I do have to preface. This recruitment is not over. Don't think because, well, Jalen Harvey uh, verbally announced that he's going to Penn State, that USC 
isn't going to give up. The Maryland's not going to give up because they want to get revenge on Penn State. For USC, they're the ones who got into the game pretty late with this recruitment. They're coming to the Big Ten. They got a lot to lose. And this is a statement recruitment if they're able to go all the way to the East Coast and get somebody like Jalen Harvey. But if you think they're going to walk away and just stop with the last two months before National Signing Day in the middle of December, you are crazy. I also could see some of the SEC schools that were originally interested coming back into the fold. If they missed a primary defensive target, if they still have a scholarship available, they might give Jalen Harvey a call and say, hey, things have changed, and we'll see if Harvey responds to that. I would personally take disrespect to that, but that's just me. Uh, he ultimately makes the decision. Remember, he's a 17, 18-year-old senior, okay? Take the opportunity that's best for you, but it seems like Penn State is at this moment in time. Overall class, class outlook, I'll keep it brief because we are going to talk, talk to Brian Smith about this, but Penn State is 15th according to rivals overall in the team rankings across the country, 25 total commits. There's still a chance to add about one to three people more. Uh, Nick Marsh and Andrew Dennis seem all the likely. Those guys committed to Michigan State. Well, Andrew Dennis actually just decommitted, and he's going to consider the Spartans, but his recruitment has opened up. But Nick Marsh it becomes a primary target again. And any of these seniors that are late bloomers, Penn State might add a three-star or two three-stars, but that's okay. To get this class to 27 or 28 commits, at this point, I would say it's a little more about quantity. Yes, you want the overall quality, high-profile prospects. I get that. You don't want to settle. But don't be scared away because of a rank. Allow the coaching staff to do its due diligence. Let's remember back to Ethan Grunkmeyer, folks. Ethan was just a lowly three-star. Who wants him? Penn State settled at quarterback, and now he's uh, cemented in the top 10 in all of the country in terms of quarterback rankings for the class of 2024. Egg on our faces, right? Well, not my face, because I believed in Ethan Grunkmeyer, and I trust the coaching staff to get the right players. Penn State knows what it's doing. They have to do this or they lose their jobs. As far as the Big Ten rankings go, Penn State does trail three other schools. They are fourth, and it's Ohio State at the top. Oregon, since now we got to include those Pac-12 schools, since they are moving over for 2024, and Michigan. So they are beating the likes of USC, Washington, which is a good start. But fourth, I know people want them to be first, if not at least in the top three, because you still are losing to the Buckeyes and the Wolverines. So a lot to like from this. Patience pays off. Be patient. And Penn State doing a lot of work to get the commitment from Jalen Harvey and Dion Barnes. A big reason for that and why they decided to promote him and not bring on somebody else. We still have more to talk about on Locked On Nittany Lions. State media, media doing those live shows, which were neat. Stayed for the entire event. Enjoyed every second of it. We learned a lot about the football team. We got to look behind the scenes and discuss what the players and Coach Rhodes said about their respective teams for football and men's basketball. Let's take a break in the action and hear from one of our great sponsors on today's show, and that is LinkedIn Jobs. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and for free. It is easy to create a free job post on LinkedIn Jobs. All you got to do is add the job, then that purple hiring frame to let people know that you're spreading the word that you are hiring. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills, just the right experience, so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and then hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. 
LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on college. That is linkedin.com slash locked on college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. And every single Friday, the Locked On Podcast Network goes live with Locked On College Football Kickoff Live. Pretty fitting, 11 a.m. Eastern time across all the Locked On College YouTube channels, including Locked On Nittany Lions. I've been a guest on it myself. They talk about playoff implications, preview the weekend slate of games, all the latest news in college football. It is live. You can go interact with the show on YouTube at 11 a.m. every single Friday, and then you can listen to it back wherever you get your podcast that is locked on college football kickoff live. So what did we learn about the Penn state Nittany line football team after the state media show? So if you aren't familiar with state media, that is Adam Brenneman, who is the leader and the co-founder with mercury. And then you have Christian Hackenberg and Brandon bell who do a show together. Then you have Aeneas Hawkins and two current with a special guest football player, but the mainstays are Jerry Cross and Nick Dawkins co-hosting with Aeneas Hawkins, a former Penn State Nittany Lion himself. And wow, you got quite the slate of podcasts if you're looking for another Penn State Phil, in addition to this show. But they went live downtown at the Champs and had those shows, Q&As with Mike Rhodes, select players and We'll start with the football team because they're in season and men's basketball is close, but Mike Rhodes coming down to talk to the crowd and man of the people, I must say. For football, there were a few takeaways and we got to get some insights here. As far as looking towards the future, let's look towards the future for a second because the the players tip the hand as far as, hey, who's that next superstar? Everybody's always curious to know who's going to step up, who's going to be the next face of the offense, the defense. And for Penn State, they got two names on the defense that we need to keep an eye on. One of them is Kavion Keys, the linebacker who committed pretty late in the cycle out of the state of Virginia. And it seemed like Virginia Tech and North Carolina might have been the schools that he was going to choose from. But Penn State able to come in and secure another linebacker in the class of 2023. And it was a late addition, but a good one from what we're finding out. Nick Dawkins, Penn State's center and a lineman that's been pretty active this season. Kavion Keys someone that we're going to have to keep an eye on in the next one to two years. He mentioned specifically KB on keys saying that is a player that will be able to show out, showcase his skills and be a star in about the next one to two seasons. And probably sooner rather than later, because you're going to have some changes with Curtis Jacobs moving on to the NFL. Uh, Abdul Carter and Kobe King are going to be mainstays at least for another year. But then, I mean, KB on keys can slide in at any point in time. You also have Tony Rojas, but to specifically name keys himself and not a player like a Rojas or a Tamir Robinson that we have seen keys is someone who's come on a long way. And this was a discussion about the scout team, the, the D team, as they're called the developmental team. That's the name of them. But Keyes wasn't the only one to get respect, and this was more of a resounding review than just one player on the team. So Caden Saunders and Theo Johnson, along with Jerry Cross and Nick Dawkins, were all on the show with Aeneas Hawkins. And a question from the crowd came in, who's someone that has really surprised you? And they all looked at each other and said, Jameel Lyons. And Jameel Lyons had that big hit in the game against Delaware. People remember that one. Uh, but this is somebody, if all four players like that can agree on one developmental squad player, that is Jameel Lyons. So Penn State fan, like Dion ba- Dion Barnes again, kind of showing the work that Jameel Lyons is developing properly. And he's already gotten some playing time. The fact that Lyons has made some plays late in games, yes, they were blowouts, but 
not and some of the other veteran players that have been in the room for a while aren't coming in. They're not stepping up. They're not the next ones on the depth chart. Is Jameel Lyons? And that's saying something, especially with Chop Robinson and Adisa Isaac. They're going to be leaving after this season. Somebody's got to step up alongside Deny Dennis Sutton going into next year with, of course, Soraya Fisher uh, and Amin Vanover. But I look to the next spot on the depth chart, and Jameel Lyons is going to to fill that spot. So the fact that all four players just looked each other, looked at each other and said, Jameel Lyons uh, is really telling. Then there's this. Somebody asked a question, or it was Adam Brenneman, actually. Adam Brenneman asked uh, Adisa Isaac and Chop Robinson, who were guests on his show, and said, if you were to hit Drew Aller, what exactly would happen? And they, they just looked at each other and said, we'd be kicked off the team. Kidding, of course, but we now know that Drew Aller is, and like any starting quarterback, I don't think this is groundbreaking news, but the standard is like that at Penn State, that Drew Aller is not going to be hurt in practice. The only way that he is going to be hit on a football field is in an actual live game. Drew Aller's got the penny on. Don't go after Drew. It's pretty straightforward, but I bet, I don't think they'll be kicked off the team literally. But people might be running laps if someone hurts the five-star quarterback, the starting quarterback who has not turned the ball over to this point. The last thing that I, I will say that we learned about the Penn State football team is Olu Fashionu might even be better than we realize. Olu Fashionu, there were some discussions that he might even be the first overall pick in a 2024 draft. Now, we know new information. Caleb Williams is a really good quarterback prospect. Marvin Harrison Jr. is a general, generational talent. I don't like giving that credit to Ohio State, but I am. I like to be nuanced in my football analysis and discussions. Marvin Harrison Jr. is really good. But Aeneas Hawkins said you can basically bet the house that Olu Fashion was going to be a top three pick. So if Caleb Williams and Marvin Harrison Jr. are your one and two, then that means Olu Fashion is your guaranteed three. Olu Fashionu is better than we think. The, the scouts that put Joe Alt, and it's not that Joe Alt isn't a good prospect, the offensive tackle over at Notre Dame. It's that Olu Fashionu is much better. And from where he is in his career, he's younger and already more polished. He could be your franchise left tackle yesterday. He should have gone into the draft. He didn't. The analytics show that Olu Fashionu is one of the best tackles in the country. So the data is there to back it up. But then use your eyes. Watch Fashionu play. And I think as more plays are designed to go to his side, Outside zones, a lot of more plays are going to be taken to the left side of the football field. And Olu Fashion is going to be able to continue to bolster a resume that really doesn't need any more padding. But we learned that Olu Fashion is a lot better than we are giving him credit for already as a consensus top 10 pick. You need to make it a consensus top five. I'd even narrow it down to a top three. And then to give a tangible example, Chop Robinson was asked, what was your welcome to college football moment? And he said it actually came last season when he transferred into Penn State and he got put on his rear end by Olu Fashionu. So if Chop Robinson's saying that about Fashionu, that's just more indication of what kind of player he is uh, at this level. Another thing that we learned about the football team, and this was more of a fun thing, I wanted to ask the players that were up there, Saunders and Jerry Cross and Theo Johnson and Neas and, and Nick Dawkins too, what, what they thought about Fox and big noon kickoff taking all the primetime caliber games and their answer was honest it was interesting they don't like primetime games they don't like nighttime games at all and Aeneas uh, took this a step further the Jerry Cross and Caden and Theo did, didn't really answer but Nick Dawkins and Aeneas Hawkins did 
And Aeneas said that for you have to understand the player's schedule for the day. That when Penn State plays a noon game, you get the chance to take it all in. Whether it's a win or a loss, you get to finish the day, go spend time with your family, go spend time with your friends. When it's a primetime game at night, you basically got to go into the next day for work. You get back late. You don't get to see anybody, have any time to chill, any downtime. You go from a game that finishes up about midnight, right? And then you basically got to go home, you got to sleep, and then get ready to work the next day. So there's not a chance to take it all in. Nick Dawkins admitted that, and then Aeneas Hawkins explained what a player's schedule is like. So they actually prefer big noon kickoff as opposed to NBC or CBS taking the night game. They like the whiteout. I'm not trying to say that, but if it comes to an 8 o'clock game that maybe isn't the whiteout, right? That's a one-time experience every season, but take a primetime game like a Purdue on the road at eight o'clock versus a noon kick on a Saturday. I think a lot of the team's going to prefer that 12, that 12 PM kickoff. Now, what did we learn about the basketball team? Mike, Mike Rhodes and Puff Johnson came to do live interviews in front of everybody. We're going to discuss what we heard from them in just a moment, but first let's hear from another sponsor on today's episode. And that is prize picks prize picks is the largest independently owned daily fantasy sports platform in North America. They are the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. It's just you against the numbers. Instead of battling thousands of other players, including pros and sharks, you pick more than or less than two to six player sets of projections and watch the winnings roll in. Prize picks is really simple to play. You can make your picks. And submit your entry in less than 60 seconds. You got quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, and an enormous selection of players and stat types are what makes Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. With the Prize Picks reboot policy, and this is an awesome feature, your entries stay in play even if your player gets injured. For NFL games and college football top 25 matchups, if you have a player who exits in the first half and does not return in the second half, that player is rebooted. Prize Picks is the only daily fantasy platform with injury insurance. Go to prizepicks.com slash college and use promo code LockedOnCollege for a first deposit match up to $100. That's prizepicks.com slash college with code LockedOnCollege to get a deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. And I'm excited to tell you about a new sponsor on the show exclusive to Locked On Nittany Lions. Some people might be wondering, that sign over there. Now, the audio listeners, I'm going to describe this one to you because I appreciate both my visual and my audio uh, spectators for this show. But that sign over there, some people might be wondering, well, that's a neat sign. Where do I get that thing? And you got to check this out. Pay attention to it. Watch the show back and watch it. But that is courtesy of Team Ticker. Team Ticker is a -a one-of-a-kind sports sign for Nittany Lion fans, and they're only expanding. Whether it's football, men's basketball, women's basketball, baseball, soccer, or softball, Team Ticker has you covered with all the info. You can see the graphics coming up. You see matchups. You see standings, big game updates, latest team news, the stats, the schedules, the standings, as I've already mentioned. How do you set it up? The setup's actually really simple. You get a mobile app. And it's super easy to hang on the wall like I have had. Even someone like myself could hang that on the wall easily. You set it up through the mobile app. Each sign is officially licensed with meeting high-quality standards and assembled by hand in the United States. Team Ticker is the ultimate upgrade to your Nittany Lions sports collection. 
And once you hang it on the wall, it's going to be the talk of all your fellow Penn State fans. If you're looking for that eye-catching item to showcase your team pride or a gift as Christmas, the holidays are coming up uh, quicker than they seem. But if you want to jump on a gift getting, you want to start crossing items off the list, this is a great one for Nittany Lion fans. All you got to do is go to teamticker.com and pick up your team ticker sign today. Team ticker is the one-of-a-kind sports sign. From now until the end of October, take advantage of this. If you go to teamticker.com and use promo code LOCKEDON, you will receive $50 off your team ticker purchase. That is promo code LOCKEDON, $50 off at teamticker.com. Get one for yourself. I, I will say it is very nice. I'm almost tempted to look behind me during the show to see what information I, I might need <laughs> to talk about on the show, but that's teamticker.com. And Locked On Nittany Lions is proud and privileged to be your go-to podcast for happyvalleyinsider.com. Check it out, Penn State Rivals. And it's Ohio State Week, so you have all the coverage there as well in addition to this podcast, happyvalleyinsider.com. So what do we learn about the Penn State men's basketball team? Well, from Mike Rhodes, I wanted to specifically ask him a question. And that was the offense because the first discussion was, well, VCU offenses are slow. They're boring. So I said, hey, coach. What do you say to the fans, the people that are concerned that Penn State's offense is going to be slow and boring? And he fired back immediately and said, he's like, well, for me personally, I am neither slow nor boring. So, and just kind of went into details of how the offense is going to play, that they're going to be smart, they're going to be strategic, but they are going to play a little more up-tempo. And part of the reason of that is the addition of Joe Crispin. Joe Crispin, is one of the most prolific scorers in Penn State basketball history. He joins the staff, and he's an intelligent basketball mind. He cares about the Nittany Lions. He's going to pour his blood, sweat, and tears into building this offense with Mike Rhodes, and they are going to play a lot faster. They have so many different elements. I think we're going to see a diverse type of offense. It's not going to be completely one-sided because you have guys who are big, are tall, a favor Iray that transfers in, a Kadus Wahab who transfers in. They can't run up and down the floor willy-nilly because they're bigger bodies. But then you have Kanye Clary, who I'm going to talk about in just a moment. We learned quite a bit about Kanye Clary uh, from Puff Johnson and Mike Rhodes. But Kanye, and in addition to what Kanye Clary can do, along with Ace Baldwin, you have that speed element. So then they can go small and run up and down the floor and beat you that way. So Penn State men's basketball's offense is going to be exciting. They're going to be smart and strategic. They're going to be diverse and not be one-dimensional. That's what we learned about that. In, in addition to what Mike Rhodes said about the offense, he also I, I like that he is all in on building a special culture at Penn State men's basketball. There have been, as he described, pockets of success with the program, but there hasn't been sustained success. And to do that, you got to build a culture. you got to make this exciting. You want alumni. More importantly, you want students to come to the games. You have a beautiful Bryce Jordan Center that doesn't fill out as much as it should. And Mike Rhodes made it very apparent that he's going to work with the student section on being as loud and rowdy, talk as much, can't say it, but talk as much trash as you want in the game, get some special chance what to do for certain things, working with the, working with the student section to, like I said, just be absolutely annoying in those games for opponents. He also encouraged students to go to these games and make memories, look forward to it. You do that with football games. You think back to select games and like, man, that was a great time. He wants that to be the same for home basketball games. He even asked where people are going to pregame the game. 
I'll let you make your draw your conclusions there, pre-gaming the game itself. But Mike Rhodes wants this to be fun, enjoyable, and something to anticipate, something to look forward to, rather than it's just like, oh, it's just another Penn State men's basketball game. And that starts with building a culture that the fans love and appreciate. And a good basketball coach, a great basketball coach, recognizes that. And Mike Rhodes certainly has. For the players itself, Kanye Clary is going to have a breakout season. I wouldn't be surprised if he has the biggest leap forward out of anybody on the team. That includes transfers. Uh, that includes all the guys that have stayed behind, including a Jameel Brown, for example. But Kanye Clary is going to have that breakout season for me. I think it's kind of obvious. Uh, as the sophomore guard, he came on strong last season, was, the, uh, was handling the ball as a point guard, and had a great showing in the Bahamas. I get the talent was a little lackluster, but averaging 17.5 points in two games. But he was the focal point of the offense with all of the other guys that transferred in and then played down in the Caribbean as well. He is just as new as anybody else. This is what impresses me the most about Kanye Clary. Okay, you might say, well, he was already here. He was already in Happy Valley. He doesn't have to adjust as much as other people. Granted, in that category, but everybody is green. Everybody's brand new. This is a new coach, a new program, a new system, new players, new teammates. All of it is fresh. So the fact that Kanye Clary seems to be picking up the system as quickly as he is, and that goes to say with Ace Baldwin coming in when he ran Mike Rhodes' system a year ago and was the A-10 player of the year. This is a good sign that Penn State has more than just Ace Baldwin to look forward to in the backcourt. Kanye Clary picking up the system quickly, adapting well, and he's just a true sophomore. He came on strong with Micah Shrewsbury, and now he gets to work with Coach Rhodes. Puff Johnson also came. He was the transfer from North Carolina. He's from the Pittsburgh area, comes to Penn State this season. And just a little quick tidbit, uh, you get it. You got an inside look to the transfer portal. Puff Johnson had to enter the portal uh, to get to Penn State. And it's not for the faint of heart. Puff Johnson talked about how, well, if you go into the transfer portal, communication is quick. He got emails, text messages right away the second he put his name in the portal. And then he was essentially ghosted by schools that really didn't think that the, the relationship would move forward. He described it as speed dating. But that's, that's the transfer portal. There isn't this ongoing, it's kind of quick. It, it, it is speed dating, in a sense. I thought that was a very accurate description, that coaches are going to be talking to you one second, and, and then they won't send you another message after that. But Puff Johnson echoed what Mike Rhodes has been saying, that this team is grinding. This team is going to play all the full two halves of basketball in college. Everybody else plays four quarters. But for men's basketball at the college level, you still have two halves. And Johnson echoed that this team... It is prepared to go down to the wire with the likes of anybody. Mike Rhodes is excited for the game against Indiana. He's excited to go to Palestra and play Michigan. And those teams are going to be very difficult to go up against. But I think the Nittany Lions have the depth. They have the energy. They have the strengths that they can play just about anybody and go all the way down to the final seconds. And, and this means something to the men's basketball team. I don't get a sense of, well, they're dogging it out there. Or they're not putting in 100%. This team is on a mission to prove that they are not one of the bottom dwellers in the Big Ten, that they can make some noise. They're not going to be a top team in the Big Ten this season, but certainly middle of the pack is definitely, and a tournament spot is on the line. Don't discredit the Nittany Lions. The goal is to get back into the tournament, finish as a top 10 team in the Big Ten, which is very difficult to do. But those, those are the goals. Don't think that they're going to finish in last. They're going to finish closer to the middle uh, and be a competitive team. 
in the conference. That's going to do it for this edition of Locked On Nittany Lions. We're going to have a Locked On crossover soon with Locked On Buckeyes and get the scout behind enemy lines. So be on the lookout for that episode. And for more Penn State football content, men's basketball content as well, keep it right here on Locked On Nittany Lions.